joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. My name's Rochelle Lawson, and I'm the host and uh, your queen of feeling fabulous. And today's show is going to talk about um, a very sometimes difficult topic for people to uh, absorb, and that's the topic of forgiveness. And behind forgiveness, there can be a lot of uh, stress-related factors that come up, um, and people do often have time struggling with this. And my guest today is named Lisa Tarvez, and she is going to enlighten us as to how we can do this without um, stressing out about it. She's a board-certified holistic health practitioner and intuitive and author of the book Just Believe, and um, she counsels people. People uh, she gives um, she gives readings and she heals people with energy all long all day long. So it is um, she's a very well encompassed holistic practitioner. She has her own radio show called Just Believe. And so I think in the process of us talking about forgiveness, she is going to be a fabulous uh, guest for us to listen to. So I would like to take this time to welcome Lisa to the show. Welcome, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome. And um for you guys out there listening, now might be a perfect time to, you know, pull up your favorite chair with a nice beverage and a piece of paper and something to write with because I'm sure you might want to take notes with regards to what Lisa is going to share with us uh, with all her wonderful intuitive and psychic abilities with regards to our topic of discussion, which is forgiveness. So let's just jump right in. It says, um, you know, that forgiveness is one of the hardest things for people to do. I know I often struggle with that at times. Um, and you seem to talk a lot about forgiveness. So can you tell us why it is so important uh, for people to begin to practice the, I want to say, art of forgiveness? It actually, I think, is. Um, I think that's a great way to put it. I think it is a. It is an art. It's not something that comes naturally to most of us. Um, I think that what happens is that somebody wrongs us, somebody hurts us in some way, and what we have happen at that point is um, we we kind of I don't know maybe go into a cocoon or. Um, or strike out with anger and things like that, and then we hold on to it, and we end up it ends up building into this huge thing that it doesn't need to be, and actually it's unhealthy for it to become that. Um, I, my opinion is what I feel is that if we're using our energy for things like unforgiveness, for things like anger, um, you know, whatever, any kind of negative emotion, then we're not using our energy for what we need to be doing, which is fighting off 
disease and illnesses that are um, coming our way. And we're not living in a state of full joy and full happiness. So um, I think it's very, very important to start practicing forgiveness. I do not think that it's a magic wand where you can just wave it and say, okay, I'm going to start forgiving everybody from now on forward. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's, it's something that takes a lot of practice. You know, it's a, it's a learned, so, it's learned skill. So, Lisa, how would you say um, to someone that has suffered something tremendous, you know, maybe a heartbreak or something even more beyond that, you know, someone in their family was killed by someone, um, you know, maybe they've been abused. How would you say to a person that suffers something really traumatic to them, how would you explain to them or how would you, you know, what would you tell that person um, that suffered that, you know, something really traumatic and damaging to their heart and soul, um, the essence of just beginning to practice the art of forgiveness? It's, 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 it's um, something that I really feel you, you have to realize you're doing for yourself and not for the other person. I think so much of the time we, we look at forgiveness as saying it's okay that you did this to me or it's okay that you did this to my loved one. And I'm not, and you know, you're, of course we're not, if somebody, if somebody hurts us in some way where we don't, and, and, and doing something horrible, like, you know, breaking our hearts somehow, um, like you said, murdering a family member, whatever, you know, something strong like that by, by forgiving, by not forgiving them, um, you, you, you do that, I think, because you don't want to say it's okay. You don't want to condone their behavior. And what you have to understand about forgiveness is it's a selfish thing to do. You're not doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yourself. You're saying, you know what, it, you hurt me. Everything you did was, to me and, or, you know, to cause me pain was wrong. I'm not, I, I'm, I don't condone it. I would never behave this way myself, whatever, but I'm letting it go. I'm going to let it go. I'm releasing it. I'm releasing you because I'm not allowing you to damage my heart or my soul or my health for one more second. And I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I know. Um, you know, a lot of people that say when you for when you are forgiving someone, you really are doing it. You know, for yourself. But then there are those people that you know say, I just can't forgive that person because what they did to me, um, you know, was you know just so horrible, or or what was has been done to my family was so horrible, um, and they actually think that when they're forgiving a person that they're relieving them of, you know, like responsibility or forgiving them for the act that they committed. How do you, what would you say to someone that, you know, you, you know, you said you're, you're doing it for yourself, but how do you get somebody to turn from thinking that, no, I'm actually not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for them. Cause if I say I forgive them, then that makes it okay in their mind. Um, and it's not okay in their mind. It's still very damaging to me. What would you say to that person to try and ch- turn them around to see that it's actually something beautiful that they're doing for themselves? I think that a lot of times um, you don't need to ever tell the person that you're forgiving them. I think that kind of um, 
you know, I see I see in courtrooms and things like that where um, some a loved one makes a some some kind of impact statement and and they say I forgive you. You know, I I, I don't think I would ever be strong enough to do that. I think that is a that is something where you're not only releasing yourself but you're releasing them too um, by saying the word to them. If it's such a horrible thing that they've done to you, you have to forgive them. But that's a personal thing you do. It doesn't have to be extended where to, to your saying that I'm forgiving you. You just have to let it go inside you, and then you've solved your problems. You're not trying to fix their problems. You're trying to fix your, yourself, your own problem. So if all you're doing, you know, so what I would say to, to um, a client that, you know, and I have these conversations with clients every day, and, you know, I, I, I tell them you, you, you don't have to ever express it outside of yourself. Um, you just need to, to let that person go, to release them, to let, release the anger, release the resent, resentment that you're holding on to, um, and, and, just, and just let them go. And it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes time. I remember when I first started practicing this myself, writing down a list of all the people that I held on anger for or some sort of resentment. And it could have been something small. It could have been something huge, you know. And I, I made a list and I went through it. And I, I remember just checking it off and being like, you know what, this is easy. This is obviously, this is doing me more damage than it is. Um, helping me. It's not helping me at all. There's no benefit to my being angry with this person. So why am I going right, to? Right. You can't undo what somebody did to you. You can't, that, that's impossible. You can't fix the damage that's been done. So why hold on to the anger that only hurts you? It's not hurting them. They're not feeling any kind of pain from, from your pain. They're, they're going about their life. They may not even know they hurt you. They may not even care if they know. Um, but the fact of the right. matter is that the person that's being damaged is is you, and you need to you need to protect yourself. You need to be around for the people who love you, who do treat you right, who do the who do right by you. You need to be there for those people. And if you live in a state of anger, I guarantee you, if you live your life in a state of in a state of anger, you're going to become very very ill with probably a very serious serious disease at some point in your life. And so, what have you done there? You know, you've only hurt yourself. Right. So, um, you know, um, and, and I've had this come up um, with regards to some situations, but, you know, you have a mom that um, has had her child taken away from her for, for whatever reason, um, prematurely, so to speak. So it could be, you know, gun violence or, or you know, hit and run or, you know, something like that. And the mom is, you know, you're telling the mom, well, it, you know, you, you should practice the art of forgiveness because it's going to really, you know, it's going to really benefit you. You know, you're not going to be holding on to all that negative energy, which we'll get into in a moment, um, that's going to cause you, you know, some illness or some kind of disease process to start manifesting within you because you're holding on to such negative energy. How do you tell that mom that's sitting there in that courtroom, you know, that's, you know, her child was taken away from her prematurely, 
you know, what we're saying sounds great, but how do you how do you convey that to someone um, to just get them to let go of that? Because I think a lot of people equate that they're hurt and forgiveness are the you know the same. So if I forgive you, that means I'm not hurting anymore, and right. I and I know it's okay to hurt, and you can still forgive someone and still hurt. But it's not relieving that person of what they did. How do you tell? How do you tell that mom that's sitting in that courtroom looking at the guy that was the drunk driver that you know killed her child? Right. Um, you know, I mean, it, this is a tough subject. So what it would is. you say it to that person? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's something you have. You know, there's a lot more to it. There, you have to. Um, there's, I mean, if you lose someone, you know, when we talk about forgiveness and, and the, the, uh, most of the ways that I see have people come in, it's basically, you know, my husband cheated on me or, um, my, you know, sister and I had, my sister said something horrible to me or, you know, I mean, stuff like that. So when it's things like that, it's just, it's just, you know, let it go, release it because it's not doing you, it's not serving you in any positive manner. It's only, only hurting you. When it comes to somebody, somebody who's lost someone, especially a child, especially in the, in the ways that you're describing, they, need, they have to go through a process of grief. And that grief process, um, I don't think during grief you can get to a state of forgiveness until you've gotten to a place of, a, of, of a acceptance in the grieving process. I, I think that while you're still, I mean, you know, one of the stages, I mean, you have anger, you have bargaining, you have all these different, all these different stages. You're in no condition at that point to even worry about forgiveness. It's not even something that needs to be on your radar. But once you've gotten to a point of, okay, I accept that this has happened. I accept that my, my loved one is gone. I accept that they were, they were taken too soon. They were taking in, taken in a violent or um, or just a, a manner that was um, you know just just wrong. I mean, just just because somebody was make, making a stupid mistake, you know, like a, a drunk driver and things like that. All all of those kind of things, they were taken away from you. All all of that is true, and you you have to get to a place where you've accepted that they're gone. And you've accepted that they are gone in the in the manner that they that they left, and then you can approach forgiveness, um, you know, in in that in that way. I mean, grief alone, grief alone can cause illness. Grief alone, and we can't control that. We're going to all lose people. We're going to lose people unexpectedly. We're going to lose people um, because of you know cancer. I mean, little kids with leukemia and, I mean, just horrible, horrible things that no matter how much you believe in God and you believe, you know, in, a, in a, there being a plan, you it can't, and I don't, I mean, even even me, I, I mean, I've studied metaphysics for my most of my life and I have a master's degree in metaphysical science and I'm a ordained minister and I have all these credentials. I can't tell you why those things happen. I mean, no one, right. I don't have right. those answers and I, I don't think anyone really does. All I do is use my faith to believe that there is a reason, that there has to be a reason. And, and you know, that's what faith is all about. We can't, we can't figure it, we can't, like, figure it out. We can't, we can't um, sit there and, and say that we understand 
things that we don't understand. I, I, I don't understand why children get sick. I, I don't understand that. I, there are a lot of things that I, I just don't get. I don't understand why people have not learned to stop drinking and driving. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't get selfishness. I don't get a lot of things that right. um, that 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 I studied and that I've that I've tried to you know you can study it you can read about it but when you get right down to it, it sometimes common sense kicks in you know and I'm a very common sense thinker and um, my common sense says if you're going to drink get a friend to drive you home get well, you get know, a you know, cab it's, yeah it's a it's a whole you know it's a whole process I mean again it's like the people that smoke knowing. Smoking causes lung can- cancer. You know, smoking causes cancer. They still smoke. You know what I mean? Right. Or the people that yeah, are overweight that need that to. They're really only hurting themselves. Weight. Right. But, the, you know, it's like, the, no, actually they're not. They're not hurting themselves. They're hurting all of those around them because, you know, there's the secondhand smoke that comes into play. There's the fact that you're smoking and, um you know, you think you're hurting yourself, but when you die, it affects everyone around you. You know, if you get an illness that's smoking, it's not just affecting you. It's affecting everyone else around you. So in actually, actuality, I believe it's an act of selfishness because you're only trying to self-gratify yourself and you're not thinking about those that are dependent upon you or that you love and care about. And the other aspect or the other example I can give is those people that are overweight or obese, you know, obesity is one of the, you know, a very prevalent problem here in America, but those yeah. people will still look at themselves, know they're overweight, suffering from respiratory issues or cardiac issues, and will still continue to overeat just for the simple fact that it, it's just something that they want to do. So it is, it's, it, it is being selfish, you know. How does their family, how is their family going to forgive them knowing they're sitting there watching them die as they're smoking or eating or drinking or whatever the case may be and say, okay, uh, I see you killing yourself, but you're not realizing that you're affecting everyone else around you. And how can I forgive you for that when you know what you're doing is wrong? So it's, right. it's a really complex, very complex I, It is, it you know, is, but it's, it's similar to the 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 controversy about addiction, you know, in in a lot of ways, because addiction is the same sort of thing. We 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 see all these people that are addicted, and you sit there and you're like, well, just stop. <laughs> I don't right. understand. Why are you ruining your life? Just stop doing the drugs or stop whatever whatever it is they're doing. It's it's a similar thing to that. But I think so much of the time, and I think this is really really more true than 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 anything. Um, when when we're looking at addiction, whether it's a food addiction, a nicotine addiction, a drug addiction, a an alcohol addiction, whatever it is, somebody is damaged. That person is damaged inside somewhere. They are trying to escape, whether it's with food or alcohol or 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 with drugs. They are trying to escape. They are trying to bury something inside of them that they don't want to face, and so they use this form of whatever it is as um as a as a as a mechanism of coping and i think that in that way you you know when you look at it you have to think okay they're they're damaged they had whether it's this lifetime a previous lifetime whatever whatever <laughs> wherever the bad thing happened to them you know wherever it happened wherever the the 
the the issue was. I mean, sometimes I think people come into the world as just damaged souls. You know, they just come into yeah. the world lost. You know, and and so they have problems. They have problems their entire life. They fight. They fight. Everything is difficult. You know, they they they're constantly in um in a mode of of um traveling of up, hurting, you know, upstream. upstream. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's difficult for them. And so, you know, to say that they're being selfish by self-medicating, however it is they're doing it, whether it's with food or alcohol or, um, you know, or, or, or drugs or even nicotine. I mean, nicotine's the one that I, I, I mean, I think that that's just, a, that is just, a, a, I think, a, I, I've never smoked, so I, I shouldn't say, but I, I would just think that that, you're right, the secondhand smoke is ridiculous, and I don't allow people mm-hmm. to smoke around me. If you, want, if you want to come to my home, that's fine, and if you want to smoke, go outside and smoke. You know, you're not smoking in my car. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. into a restaurant or bar that allows smoking. No way. I'm not going to subject myself. I don't, I, you know, to it. And I'm not. I don't want the people I care about to do that. But you know, I can't control what everybody else chooses to do. Um, smoking is the one so, that that, so. that is a little difficult for me because I just think, um, just like using nicotine. I think they're all difficult. Over. I, I think they're, they're all. all. They're, they're all. Yeah, they're all difficult. There are. There are all. They are all forms of selfish acts. You know, whether you know whatever the case may be. You know, it's something in the in the initial stage, the first moment. It's something that someone chose to do. And they, because you have choices, you could do it or you could not do it, and they chose to do it, which led on to this, you know, this pattern, so to speak. It's all very difficult, but um, we kind of got off topic a little bit. But yeah, let's get yeah. back to um, for the art of forgiveness. Now, with regards to the forgiveness, um, you know, and the negative energy, I want to kind of move into that because it's the negativity that we hold within inside of us that, you know, allows a lot of things to manifest good, bad, or indifferent. And so can you just touch upon um, a little bit for the listeners with regards to, um, again, why one should really, you know, go into um, exploring the art of forgiveness with relation to uh, our energy. Yeah, I think that, you know, one of the, I think the first line on my website, when you go to my website, is um, basically, you know, what is holistic medicine? What is holistic healing? And basically, um, it's turning negative thought patterns into positive thought patterns. We can go about our day every day and we can look at it. We can wake up in the morning and be like, I can't believe I have to go to work today. I can't believe I have to go to that horrible job or do, you know, do whatever it is that you have to do. Uh, you know, I'm bored, I'm this, I'm that. You can go on and think negative, 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 or you can wake up and feel positive about yourself, positive about your day, positive about the, the reflection in the mirror, you know, and not beat ourselves up and not, and not constantly um, hate everything about our lives. So when you, when you start looking at the positive, when you start picking out the positive things, in your life and focusing on those forgiveness becomes a much simpler thing because we're now we're now naturally you know i i think there are very few people in the world that are born naturally positive 
I've met some and they blow my mind every time I meet one because I'm just like, wow, I don't know where this came from. But it's so <laughs> awesome to know that, that you can be just happy all the time. I mean, they're always happy. They're always upbeat. They always have a positive spin on everything. And I'm like, gosh, I mean, this is what I teach, but I can't be that way. You know, I'm not positive every day. There are some days exactly. I wake up and I'm like, this just stinks. I'm not liking my day. It's always day. work in progress, right? <laughs> it always is. It always is. But, you know, so so you're so you're somebody who doesn't have a perfect life, you know, and and um, I think that's most of us. So when when we're when we're looking at when we're looking at our day, when we're looking at all the stuff that's you know, it's like it's like sometimes I feel like Wonder Woman with the bracelets, you know what I mean? You're just like like I'm like holding up my holding up my my wrists and t- trying to dodge bullets, you know, and and flick them off of me. Because it just gets so crazy. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of us, have, most of us have days like that. And so I think right, that when you're, right. when you're looking at a day like that, I mean, for me, I try to use humor as much as possible. I just sit there and I'm like, I, I'm, I, I just start laughing. I'll be like, well, of course that happened today because, you know, that would be, today would be like one of the worst days this could possibly go wrong. So, of course, it happened, and I just laugh at it, you know, and I try to, I try to make light of it. I try to, um, when really bad stuff happens, I sit there and I think about all the, all the amazingness in my life, the beautiful things about my life. I have three teenagers. They're healthy. They're um, happy. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're doing well. I, all, of the, all of the things that, that we kind of take for granted every day, I try to focus on, and that's what I try to so, teach people. Focus on those things. um, So before we get into, you know, some tools that people can utilize to help shift the energy to, you know, I want to say the negative energy to a positive energy that will help them, um, you know, to be able to more, more successfully practice the art of forgiveness. Can you just touch on the, you know, how this negative energy that we hold in ourselves when we don't forgive, how that affects our mind and our body. It controls everything. If your energy, if your energy is being used to hold on, energy, negative energy takes so much more of our resources um, in our mind, in our body, and our spirit. It takes more of our resources than being positive does. Being positive, when you're in a positive state of mind, it's easy. Your life is easy. Everything, you're just smiling. You're healthy. You're happy. Things are good. When you're in a, when you're in a negative state of mind, you are, um, you are, if you're angry, if you're holding on to anger, if you're holding on to unforgiveness, if you're holding on to um, just, a, just a, a slew of different um you know, negative types of emotions, you're using all of your energy for, for a negative reason. And, and you know what? Sometimes we have no choice, when, like we were talking about grieving earlier and things like that. Grieving is a, is a very difficult thing to go through, and we don't ask for it. We, don't, we can't control it, you know, and we're going to lose people. People are going to pass away. I mean, that's just the right. way it is. That's the way and it is. So that's negativity that we have no choice but to deal with. So for me, I want to go through my life with with the stuff I do have control over. I want to I want to deal with that as easily and quickly um, as possible. 
by letting it go, by just letting it go. And letting it go is what forgiveness really is. It just means I'm not allowing you, whoever you are that hurt me, to cause one more negative emotion in me um, ever. It's just not going to happen. I am not wasting any more time on you. I'm not wasting any more of my energy, my, my, my energy on being angry with you because you're not worthy of that. You're not worthy of my, of my um, energy. So, hmm. I, you know, it, it, it's a different way of looking at it. It's almost, a, it's almost, it's almost like we're, we're talking about selfishness. It is selfish. Forgiving is a selfish act, absolutely. You're forgiving, and, it, and people don't get that. People think that forgiving means that they're doing that person, that they're forgiving a favor. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with them. This is completely about you, about using your resources for good, for positive, keeping yourself healthy mentally, keeping yourself healthy physically, and keeping yourself um, healthy spiritually. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know that that I I think you know if you guys out there listening um, picked up what she was saying with regards to you know having the fact that you're protecting your energy and by protecting your energy and keeping it on a more positive side of the pendulum, so to speak, speak that you're actually practicing something that is really good and nourishing uh, to your mind and your body. But at this time, I, I have to take a, a moment to just. Uh, acknowledge and recognize our, one of our sponsors for this show, and I promise we'll get back to Lisa in the Art of Forgiveness. Um, but the sponsor I want to tell you guys about today is called 21 Drops. And what 21 Drops is is a modern essential oil company. And what makes them really special, I like their philosophy, is that they know that essential oils are the root of you know, really deep, profound healing that benefits the mind, body, and spirit. And they, what they do is they uh, take their essential oils from all aspects of the plants, mainly the leaves, the fruit, the wood, the seeds, and the flowers of the plants. And they take these um, parts of the plant and they extract this beautiful oil from the plant, which in essence makes this essential oil. Now, what they believe is that essential oils represent a critical part of both the plant's immune system and the survival mechanisms. And why that's important to you is because man and plants have evolved alongside each other for many, many, many years. And so we kind of have the same chemistry. Now, once man absorbs or inhales the essence or the essential oils into the bloodstream, the essential oils actually interact with our bodies to help create balance and wellness within us. And so that, my friends, is the science of aromatherapy, and that's what aromatherapy is based on, that principle of having these beautiful oils create wellness and balance within us. Now, 21 drops are, are really specific and really, uh, they really, really, think about who they're getting their oils or who they get their distilled oils from because they get them from all over the world. And they are specifically looking for the distillers that organically grow the plants and then use a very nice, organic, humane process to extract the essential oils from the plants. And what result is this beautiful oil that 21 Drops creates in some of their custom blends that they say they have solutions to treat anything from headache to heartache. 
Now, what's really incredibly powerful about 21 Drops is they do this for not only our good and our benefit, but they do it for our therapeutic purposes as well. See, they believe that by them extracting these pure essential oils for our therapeutic purposes and for the therapeutic blend make for all of us to utilize, they help to empower not only their friends and their customers, but all of us to feel better and be better. And so that, my friends, is what 21 Drops is all about. If you're looking for that special essential oil or maybe a specific blend or just want to play or dibble or dabble a little bit with aromatherapy, I highly recommend that you check out 21drops.com, their site, and you can get a ton of information about what they do, the blends they have, and the essential oils that they, they extract from all over the globe. Again, that is 21drops.com. That's 2-1, the word drops. Now, back to Lisa and the Art of Forgiveness. So we were talking, just to recap a little bit, why it's important to forgive, you know, how it affects our energy, and, um, and really it being a really little bit of a selfish act for us to do for ourselves so that we can swing more from the negative side of the pendulum to more of the positive side of the pendulum. Now, what I want to get into, Lisa, with you is... Um, you know, a lot of people say that you just um, you just need to release things or you just need to let it go. Um, what would you tell someone or how would you – what process or what steps or what tools would you utilize with someone to sh- basically show them the method of how they could let whatever it is go so that they can in turn learn to forgive? I, I I wrote a whole chapter on forgiveness in in my book and and um and I that was one of the things that I really wanted to do was try to narrow down what are the what uh, what real what is the real process and and the real process for me is what I do because everything relates back to me that's how I am but like for me I think the first thing you do is you feel anger you feel you know if someone hurt you be angry um, lick your wounds. Spend some time healing. Spend some time um, taking care of you. Uh, spend some time processing what happened, but not too much time. You know, just a little bit of time. And I, I, I think that, you know, depending on what it was that happened determines how much time you spend on, on that phase. Um, so I think you spend some time licking your wounds, feeling the anger, processing, you know, everything, and then you start. You have to start to move forward. Moving forward um, means starting to recognize that we are all human beings, and we are all flawed. We are. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. There is not a perfect person living on this planet. They. Um, they just don't exist. It's not possible. So people are going to hurt you. You have hurt other people, whether you meant to or not. You did. I mean, we've all hurt people, you know, hurt someone's feelings, said something that we shouldn't have, um, you know, little little mistakes. We can hurt someone's feelings and not even realize that we've done it. So we recognize that we're all human and we all make mistakes. Whether or not you can process this as a, as a simple mistake or not, you know, depending on what they did, that's, that's, that's one one aspect of it. Um, sometimes, if it's if it's something that you feel was kind of them just being a you know a bad person because they do this mm-hmm. kind of thing, they're like serial serial bad people. 
um, you know, that, that makes it, that makes it a whole different thing, but then you have to realize that, you know what, what happened, what happened to them to get them to that place and what price are they going to pay for being that kind of person later in their life? Because you have to be a believer in karma. I mean, I totally believe in karma. I think people get back what they give out. I think that, you know, negative attracts negative and positive attracts positive. And I just feel like all those people that are out there doing, doing the wrong thing on purpose and not caring are going to someday have it paid back in spades. And I've seen it. I, I mean, I've seen it happen and, and it does make you feel good. And, um, and that's okay. You know, I'm not asking people to be, per- be perfect. I'm asking so 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 you're saying that okay so so the first thing you guys out there listening is if you have something that's happened to you then of course it's okay to feel anger just don't stay space for too long it's okay to feel anger it's okay to absorb it it's okay to no you know just dwell you know dwell in it so to speak but don't stay in that space too long and then the next thing you're saying is okay, you recognize that this person has hurt you, um, you've gone through the emotion of feeling anger, now it's time to move forward. And when you say move forward, exactly what is something that someone could do to help them move, you know, move forward? It, would you, do you have any suggestions for that? I think there are a lot of different things you can do. You need to put, you need to put your energy into, um, you know, take your energy from that person, the energy that you're putting into being angry with that person, take that away and become, start focusing on other things. I always tell people, go out, make friends, have, um, you know, go out with friends, um, join, do, take some classes, join some groups, whatever, just use that energy that you're using for that you know, that anger in, in, a, in a positive way that's going to help you grow. And, and I, I always tell people, and, and uh, you know, obviously being a spiritual person, this is really, you know, obviously the place I go, but I always say, you know, let's start working on your spirituality. Start working on who you are as, as a soul. Start thinking about those things and focusing on the kind of person that you are. Start understanding you, who you are. Why did it? Why does it? Why did it hurt you that this person did this to you? Some things are really very obvious. Why? Why you know it hurt? Other things you think you know. Other things you can look and if it could be, it could be a love situation where okay, you keep picking picking men that don't have jobs, or you keep pick, picking men that um, that that are abusive, whether emotionally or physically. What is it that that what is it that attracts me to that type of person? Start working on yourself as as a soul, and and put your energy into that. Not only does that d- distract you, so that you have time to you know move through the anger process, move on to the forgiveness forgiveness part of it, but it also prevents you from from surrounding yourself with the same kind of people that cause you the pain in the first place. So would you say um, another aspect of or another step forward would be to, um, if it's possible, to n- not hang out with those that person that, you know, has made you angry or basically that you're trying to forgive? Um, would you say that would be part of the process of move, moving forward? Because, you know, we have people in our lives that are around us and, Things happen, words are said, they're hurtful or whatever the case may be, um, and you still have to forgive that person. It could be a work colleague or whoever, but you still have no, to forgive that person. Be, 
It can be your so brother, with, your sister, your mother, your father. Exactly. Somebody very close, yeah. Um, so you can't you, you can't get rid of them. You, they're not going to go away. Well, I mean, well, if there's some choose not to be with that person or not you to can hang make out that with choice. that person, right? Yes, yes, that is a choice <laughs> you can make. I think sometimes, you know, for me, um, you know, I, I find that I know I'm over it when I can be around that person, and I don't, and they don't bother me anymore. That's that's my test, kind of, for myself mm-hmm. when I can be in the same room with with the person that hurt me and. And and look at them and know that I've forgiven them for what happened. I mean, if they're constantly hurting you over and over and over again, then obviously that's someone you have to consider what the value is of having them in your life, no matter what role they play in your life. There are people that are just what I call energy vampires, and they just suck the life out of you all the time. And yes, uh, when, when uh, yeah, and, and sometimes they can be the people that are closest to us. So it's really hard to get them out of our lives. But there are times that that's just the way it needs to be. I, I mean, it's, it's hard to say and it's, and it's hard to act on, but it's, it's true. It, they just need to go. And, um, you know, I always try. I don't have many people like that in my life. I honestly, I used to be that way. I used to cast people away and I was like, okay, you hurt me. You're out. You're, you know, you're out of, you're out of the circle. You know, I don't trust you yeah. anymore. Whatever. And I've gotten to the point where I, I definitely, I lick my wounds and I, you know, and I, I, I usually, I'm a confrontational person in a way that I will, I will definitely tell the person that they've hurt me and what they've done. Their reaction to that confrontation, a lot of times, determines the the future that I'm going to have with that person. If they're like, get over it, you know, big deal. Uh, I'm going to be like, all right, you don't need to be part of my, my life anymore. If it's someone who's like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't even realize I did that or, you know, or that it, that it would hurt you. Then that's a whole nother story. You know, I mean, then you're like, okay, they made a mistake. Let's okay. So you just brought up something that was really interesting, and I was gonna I was gonna mention it, but since it's here, um, might as well jump in right now. So if someone if someone has hurt you or did something to you, or and it, you know it's it's okay situation, so to speak. Um, meaning it's not like the you know the drunk driver that killed your child or right. the guy who shot you or the the abusive partner or whatever. Nothing like that, but is would you say that would you let would you say that a good step in moving forward would be to actually let that person know that they've hurt you know that they've done something to you that's unforgivable or that you know that you believe is going to be really difficult for you to forgive them? Would you say that that is a a good step to help people to move forward, or would you shy away from doing that? I absolutely would do it. There are people that just, it's not in their personality, but I think that if you can muster up the courage, if you can, you know, I mean, you're not going in looking for a fight. That's not what this is about. This is about going in looking for your expressing to them. Um, and this is, again, it's a selfish act. You're doing it for you. You're doing it for you. You're trying to find out, sometimes figuring out why something happened helps so much with the healing 
And, um, you know, and I think this is like this for almost any situation, even the, even the drunk driver, you know, if you can say why, what was, you know, and if they have, if they're just like, oh, I just went out, I was just stupid. Then you're like, oh my God, well then you're just stupid. If there's somebody that says, uh, you know, I've had, I, I've, I, you know, have had a chronic issue of this my entire life. I've been fighting this. I deserve jail. I deserve to, you know, I deserve everything I get and, I mean, that's a little easier to forgive. So it's like, you know, there's, there's, just, there's, there's just a process. I think that part of my process is definitely confronting the person. It's definitely saying, this is, this is why I'm angry. This is what, what, um, what, what you said or what you did that hurt me. And then to, that way I'm getting it out. I'm expressing it. And then, and the same at the same respect, I'm getting back their feedback, so then I can make an informed decision on how they're going to play, if if at all, they're going to play a role in my life going forward. So it kind of is like a good, so it's kind of like a good way to help you spring forward, you know, and then uh, kind of like a release of this heavy wool coat that you have on in the summer, so to speak. You release, you know, this heavy wool coat so that you can again, move forward towards the, you know, the art of forgiving that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I, I, think that, okay. I think that's totally true. Yep. Okay. That, yeah, that, I, I, I mean, I really, really thought, well, hmm, I wonder if, you know, this, um, you know, if this is, uh, you know, a good a good thing to do. I'm sure, like you know, not even not in all circumstances, of course, but it is a you know could be a very positive and very powerful tool to help someone move from you know being angry and and helping them to just kind of giving them a little nudge. You know, kind of like when you're a kid and you want to jump in the pool and you know you're kind of scared to jump in the deep end and your friend comes right. behind you and just gives you that little push that you just fall in and then you're like, God, I don't even know why I was scared. Great. You Exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just that exactly. little. And I think so many of the the the, the issue, issues that we have, especially with the people that we love, the, our friends and our family, I think so much of the time they're misunderstandings, and or or it's just somebody's having a really bad day, and it's so easy mm-hmm. to beat up on the people that are closest to us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's so easy to be mean to them because you know we know that they're always going to be there, and and it's not. No, right. they're going to forgive not, you. <laughs> You know that it's there's gonna be you know that they're gonna be like, All right, so she so she was a horrible person today, whatever. You know, but you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna let it they're gonna let it go. And and I think that that's why we choose those people to um you know, not purposely choose, but I think that's why those people end up being the ones that we beat up on. Um and I and I think that, you know, I, I think that there's there's just a there's just a there's just a way with the confrontation, you know, like I was talking about confrontation, I think it's just the perfect way to figure out is this person just a mean bad person or is this did this person just make a mistake? Um and you know, and other times you just you just I mean, I've been able to have situations where I got angry with someone and someone was, you know, mean, harsh, whatever. And I would be angry. I would avoid them for a while, and then I decide, you know what? I'm a bigger person. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the bigger person, and I'm just gonna, I'm just letting it go, and then never bring it up again. 
you know, it just depends on the situation. It depends on how close you are to the person. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of personal you know decisions in, involved with with everyone who's making the decision to do this. You know, I know you some know, people I, have like the, have the 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 fact that you know if they address the person, the person um, that that has done something to them that they really need to forgive that person, and I think that if they I think people feel think that if they do that, then um, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, you mean that. like being afraid of addressing it, like being afraid well, of addressing it? Well, no, it. like if they do that, you know, like say, you know, say you said something to me and it hurt my feelings or whatever, and I'm like, what a, you know, what a turd, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I should call her on it, but then it's like sometimes people are apprehensive or even, you know, having that person, you know, say, hey, you, you did this to me and it hurt me and, you know, because then they feel that, and I've, this is the weird thing, they've been hurt, but they don't want to address the person that's hurt them because did they feel that if they address the person that's hurt, that hurt them, that they're hurting the person. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, you know, say know for instance, and yeah. so And so then they just go about it and they don't, they don't address it with that person and they harbored in and, um, because they feel like, oh, if I dress it, I'm going to hurt their feelings. But it's like, what do you care? You need to get it out. You need to you, you need to relieve yourself because yeah. actually you're holding it in, and it just stews right. and festers in you and creates this little what we call uh, in the nursing world, you know, a little bed sore, so to speak. And that bed sore is just going to fester and fester and not get better. It's going to get worse. So then the next time that person does something to you or hurts you, it just adds more salt to the wound because you're not – addressing them and that person may not even know that what they're doing or saying is hurting you so what do you say about that people like that i think i think that's i think that's totally true and i think they're and that's like the non-confrontational person the person that just thinks i'm just going to swallow it i'm just going to i'm going to let it go i'm going to i'm going to just like not not i'm not going to i'm not going to i'm not going to confront them on it and I think a lot of times then, well, there's no way, unless you can figure it out in your mind, unless you can just literally, truly forgive it and let it go, um, meaning then, you know, if without confrontation, I think that it probably, um, you're either really good at forgiving. I mean, this is something that this is not, and you're not a novice with the, with the forgiveness thing. Um, or, or it wasn't that big of a deal, you know, in the first place. But sometimes, like, I feel like sometimes I'm just being too sensitive. You know, somebody will say something, and I'll be like, well, that kind of stung, you know, and then, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm just being sensitive. And then I can just, then I can just let it go, you know. But if it's something big or if it's something that's constant, you know, like a consistent attack, you know, you, like you feel like you're constantly under attack, you, I can't ignore that. I cannot ignore that. I have to confront the person. And I think that that is that there's something very, um, very healing in that confrontation. There's something very um, helpful about that because you can, you can just at that point, um, you know, if you're somebody who's not good at confrontation, and there are a lot of them out there, I don't get them because I am so good at confrontation. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I know. But some people would say too good. So, you know, I mean, you, you don't always want to be called to the carpet on absolutely every little mistake you make. But, you know, I mean, I try to I try to walk a line, but I'm very good. I, I don't not have any problem at all saying, 
wait a minute, you said that, and I don't understand why you would say that, you know, and so, you know, and, and, and it, but if you're not good at that, if that's something that you're not good at, I think you have to, um, you have to, you have to work on it. Um, there are other ways. I mean, sometimes if it's, if it's somebody that you're, you know, you can write them a letter. You don't have to do it like face-to-face. You can do it on the phone. I, I mm-hmm. always say don't, don't do it through text. I always think that's a bad way to go, only because things get misinterpreted with text messages more than I've ever – I, I just am amazed by the things that people read in a text message. Or they send the message to the wrong person. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I hope that that would even be worse. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, write them a letter, you know, send them an email, um, you know, um, have a phone conversation with them. If you're not good at the face-to-face confrontation, that's all right. You know, you don't have to do face-to-face. There are lots of ways to confront people. If it's somebody I can never confront again, a lot of times I'll use my journal and I'll write down. I'll just write about why I'm upset. And, you know, and it could be somebody who's passed away. You know, as, uh, when my mom passed away, I would be very angry that she died. You know, I was like, well, how could you just die? And all of a sudden, I've become matriarch of this flipping crazy family we got going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I'd be angry, you know, because she died unexpectedly at 68. She had knee surgery and died, you know. So it was, it was just, it was bizarre. And I kept thinking, you, you like, saw the future. And you were like, I'm out, you know. You don't want to have to Forget deal with all this. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to deal with all this. Ah, Lisa will take care of it. Let her have it. No, no, I don't want that. So I would write in my journal. I'd be like, Mom, how could you do this? How could you leave me? How could you, you know, and, and just that, that, that was so, so healthy. That, that was so therapeutic because I, I just, I got it all out. And then I laughed at myself being like, I know my mom would never have chosen to die if she had a choice. You know, I know she would, she would have, you know, she would have been here. She would have never put all this in my lap if she'd had a choice. And, you know, so just getting it out, I was able to just, you know, writing it down, I was able to um, just to kind of forgive her for not being here. It wasn't really as much for dying as it was for not being here to deal with all the family drama that had happened, that was happening, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. guys see, Lisa just gave you, gave you another tool to utilize, which is, is um, journaling. journaling. Sometimes yeah. that's the best thing. If you can't or, or you're afraid to confront the person that you have an issue with that, you know, um, has done something to you that you need to practice the art of forgiveness, writing it down and just, Spilling your heart and soul out on paper is a great way because, for one, you can be free-for-all and let it all flow, and two, you don't ever have to let the person see it, but you do, you know, within the regards of letting it free flow, you release it. You release it, and then you can, again, start the um, next step, which which is to move forward from that moment because once you get it all out of you, whether you speak it, say it, sing it, dance it however you want to do it write it um it's such a relief again it's like shedding that wool coat in the 107 degree temperature that we're expected to have this weekend here in northern california um yeah (laughs) exactly it's not real pleasant um, over here on the east coast either i'll tell you it's a little (laughs) hot over here too (laughs) it's probably starting to get a little humid over there too yes it is yes it is but um so again you guys um We've come to, you know, the the tail end of the show, but I just wanted to point out, again, another tip that Lisa just kind of gave casually with regards to helping 
you to practice the art of forgiveness. Because when you practice the art of forgiveness, you actually are doing something very beneficial for yourself, your energy, um, your health and well-being, mind, body, and spirit. But also, it just makes the world a little bit better place for you to reside in. And so with regard to that, Lisa, can you just tell everyone, I, I, I saw that you're a Reiki master, and I wish I would have had time to just get into that because I'm a I'm into Reiki, I do Reiki as well, but oh, that's for okay. another show, I guess. But yeah. can you just tell people how um, they can get in touch with you if they want to, you know, learn more about you or work with you or even pick up any of the books that you've written? Sure. I um, the easiest way to find me is um, my website, which is www.lisa.tarves.com. I'm on lisatarvis.com, links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, all the, all the social sites are, are there. Um, I ha- have all my radio shows archived, whether I'm a guest or I also have my own radio show called Just Believe on Sundays on the um, Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm on a, a, a network called the Right Stream Network. And um, you can listen to my show. I have great guests on um, every week, and we talk about all kinds of different, of different subjects. Um, my book is available. It's also called Just Believe. Just keeping it simple for everybody. Um, Just Believe, <laughs> and it's available basically anywhere books are sold, on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. Um, it was published through Baboa Press, so it's um, available through them as well. But there are links to all that on my website as well. Um, you, can, you can set up appointments with me um, for consultations, for healings, for reading, psychic readings, um, whatever, um, through my website, um, my email address is lisa at lisatarvis.com. Um, you can set up any of that. It doesn't have to be in person. It can be distance. So it doesn't matter where you live. Um, you know, we can, we can definitely do a session together and uh, hopefully, um, hopefully be able to get some, get, some people, get some people practicing forgiveness so we can have a happy, happy world. Oh, I like that, and that's a great way to end um, today's show. Thank you, Lisa, for being such a great guest on this show today. Um, the subject of forgiveness is often um, has often been quite difficult for me because um, I am upfront, in your face. If you've done something to me, I'm going to let you know you did it. And how I come back at you may not also it may not always be pleasant, right? Um, so it it is um, it is really a very sensitive subject, and um, uh, people a lot of people do struggle with it. So thank you for being a guest and you know helping us to work through that and work through our struggles and know that when we actually practice the art of forgiveness, we're actually doing something really good for ourselves or the other person. Absolutely. You're not really in the other person of anything. It's really to help you to move forward on your journey. As we live our, as we live our life, and as we travel down our path of bliss. So thanks again, Lisa, and thank you thank to you. all my listeners. You're very, You're welcome. very welcome, and thank you to all my listeners out there. As always, I'd like to close the show with wishing you um, peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. And until next week, have a fabulous week. As always. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And for now, I'm going to bid you a wonderful farewell, everyone. Take good care until next week. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. 
And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us. 